0: Welcome to the Toss Mills Odoy Macarius podcast. Toss Mills Odoy is an apostle, teacher, and a sought after speaker in international Christian leadership conferences. He is a son of Bishop Daguard Mills, who is the founder of the United Denominations and a best-selling
1: author. With over 20 years' experience in church planting around the world and in the training and sending of missionaries, Apostle Toss currently serves at the Makaras Church
0: Teshi in Accra, Ghana, a vibrant church seeking to win the lost at all cost. He is also a director in the Daguard Mills Ministries. Now, listen to Toss Mills Odoy.
2: Thanks to have a broken heart. repent
1: us pray. <coughs> Our father in heaven, we thank you for the presence of your Holy Spirit here with us this morning. Ah, may, we be t- <coughs> may we be taught by your spirit. Thank you for your presence here in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together as you take your seats. Today is story time. (laughs) Last week I began to share with you from those who are offended and the dangers of offense. And last week uh, we shared on the fact that there will be offenses. Offenses must come. Just to recap before we continue. One, there will be offenses that will hurt you. If you don't understand offense, don't worry. Just think about that something bad that happens to you. <laughs> there will be offenses that will hurt you. Two, there will be offenses that will anger you. You'll be angry. Jesus said, Woe unto the world because of offenses. For it must needs be that offenses come. Say, There must be offenses. Oh, you are not saying that like you believe in it, You oh. Is it <laughs> when a woman is pregnant and she's going to go into labour? There's something we do called pre-labour counselling. Oh, huh? they tell you what to expect. Oh, huh? yeah. So we are teaching you pre—no, not pre-offense, pre-salvation or pre-heaven counselling. Preparing you for heaven. Yes, and one of them is offenses. Hurt you, anger you. Number three, that will produce resentment and hatred. What do I do when those I love so dearly? Oi. they hate me so much. Ooh. I, wanna, I want, I want. When you're not experienced, it, you'll be clapping for the song. When you're experiencing
0: it, <laughs> yeah. you'll be thinking about something.
1: Number four, there will be offenses that will be difficult to forgive and forget. Shabaya Bombo. That's when you'll be asking questions like, so Apostle, is it easy to forget or can I forget? The answer is no. You can't forget, but you have to force to overcome the emotional feeling. Mm. Number five. There will be offenses that will bring, as we say in South Sun Trestle, Problems. <laughs> Pro- It will bring you a problem. Hebrews, I think chapter 4, verse 10 says that looking diligently, carefully, don't don't disregard offense. Looking diligently. Let any roots of bitterness and hatred springing up within you defile you, first of all. You the offended. You the one who is offended. Not the offender. You the offended, you will be defiled. And thereby many shall be destroyed. Yes. You are in danger when you are offended. You are in danger. You are in danger of failing of the grace of God. The gift of the... When I look at these six guys who have rebelled against Bishop, it's just offend and bitterness, hatred. If you hear them talking, you will be afraid to put them in one room with Shop, that, that they may even want to kill him. Oh, yes. You haven't seen them before. That's why. From offense. What do I do when my lover turns into an enemy? What do I do? I wanna, I wanna. I wanna. Here, take a chair and be coming to sit on the stage You <laughs> are like singing from afar. I wanna be Feel like Jesus. Look. This morning, I was reading about Peter's betrayer of Jesus. Oh, if I were Jesus, I would never see that man. <laughs> you know, but Peter, he was a loyal person, you know? Of all the disciples, he's the only one who followed Jesus after he was arrested. Everybody else went home. And he followed. He was a good guy. He was a good guy. Because the way the thing was known... It was a do or die affair that night, though. Oh. <laughs> the Bible
0: said, and the all forsook him and fled. But Peter followed from afar, but at least he followed.
1: That was his undoing. So, you know, be careful when you say, Hey, Apostle, I really love you. Everything I have is from you. Apostle, if I had met you, I don't know what I would have done it. Cool down, cool down. The devil will come and test your words. Cool down. Next. There will be offenses that will bring woes. Today we are continuing. The title of my message this morning is Offended, Those Who Are Rebuked and Corrected. Hmm. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. For doctrine, for correction, for, for doctrine, for rebuke. Rebuke. Rebuke is part of Christianity. If you want to be, rebu- to be rebuked, you cannot be a Christian. Because all we like sheep have gone astray. So we need to be rebuked and corrected to bring that back to the right way. Hmm? But you learn that people don't like to be corrected. People don't like to be rebuked. People don't like to be instructed. But the Bible says that the way of instruction is
0: the path of life. You know, when the sermon is becoming very intense, then I'll sing
1: a line. <laughs> then <laughs> Proverbs chapter 9, verse 7. Today I'll be reading a lot so that you don't think that I am. Um, I'm on a personal vendetta. You know, the author of the book, please, I'm issuing a disclaimer. You are laughing at me. Shit, I've separated you, I've separated you from the congregation and brought you to stand in the midst of the congregation. You are laughing at me. I'm issuing a disclaimer. The author of the book, please, those on Facebook, huh? The author of the book is, as they've written here, Dag Mills. His website is www.daghewardmills.org. His Twitter handle is, those on Twitter who like insulting a lot, please. His Twitter handle is at Evangelist His Facebook page is Mills. I've told you the website and his address you write to evangelist at that Any complaints should be directed to these uh, <laughs> platforms. <laughs> I'm only coming to read, I'm only a messenger. He that reproves a scorner gets to himself shame. In the Amplified and in the other version, he said that anybody who reproves a scorner, one of the versions says, he invites to himself shame. Hmm? So if you don't want to be ashamed, don't reprove a scorner. Keep your thoughts to where? To yourself.
0: And he that rebukes a wicked man, get to himself a blot. That
1: means that you know whether you've reproved somebody who is wicked when you receive a blot. Give me a different translation. Give me ah. And he who reproved a wicked man will get hurt. So when I rebuke you and you hate me, it means you are wicked. Aha. Uh-huh. The other author of this one we are reading here is God. <laughs> he is God. You can contact him in heaven. His address is uh 1 Corinthians 40, he that speaketh in an unknown, unknown tongue speaketh directly unto God. Not, not unto man, but unto God. So, any complaint with this scripture, also, I'm directing it to God. Please, nobody should insult me on Twitter, Facebook, uh, TikTok, Instagram. I beg you, I'm only reading uh, people's words this morning. He that rebukes a wicked man will get hurt. So when I rebuke you and you get hurt, because the he, he, that part, it can be me, it can be your mother, it can be your father, it can be anybody. So that's what I'm applying it to myself in this instance. In this instance. So when I rebuke you and you hurt me, then you are wicked. According to the author of Proverbs 9:7, 8. Reprove not as scorn. Now, this is even a commandment. That don't advise everybody. Don't advise everybody. Yet, if I um, how how many of you can I correct? You all lift up your hand. But the Bible is telling me that not everybody should you correct, lest he hates thee. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. So, if I rebuke you, and your love for me reduces, it means you are also not wise, according to, uh, according to Proverbs nine eight. Give instruction to a wise man and he
0: will yet be wiser. Teach a just man and he will increase in learning. Are you
1: happy you came to church this morning or you wish you were watching on um, Facebook? The scripture is clear. Like I said, today is story time. The scripture is clear. That rebuking someone is a risky business. Is <laughs> that galamze? It's risky, but it's also profitable. Ask regional ministers, district uh, ministers, district chief executives, MPs. Not all those who do galamze, because we are informed that some do galamze. I don't know. I haven't seen any regional minister doing galamze. before. I beg you please, be an I, I beg you. I'm saying I haven't seen any before, but people say <laughs> that it's profitable. So, when you rebuke a wise man, it's profitable. But when you rebuke a scorn, then you are getting shame and hurt. So, he said it's risky because you don't know how it will go. And that is the reason why when you rebuke someone and say the person gets angry, you take a only the decision that you will never rebuke your person again. Even if you see the person going to hate his head against a wall. Because you don't want any risks again. A baby sees somebody who has gone into a galamzee pit and almost died and has gone back in again. <laughs> People love to be praised and pumped. Yeah. We love it. I want I want to be like Jesus. See we love it like the way she sang, the people are coming, ooh, and the way she said, the hair people clapping, they don't clap. When, when, when and she said, then they'll be clapping. The hard ones, they don't clap. I what watching you people. I am watching her. You, as you are singing, we laughed, we praised and pumped. Oh, I love how you did this. Oh, I love how you did it. And then when we are humble and we are young and we think we are nothing. We receive correction. When well, we become like, oh, we know, we know, we know, we know. Uh, please, th- this is not in the book. Let me go back to what is in the book. <laughs> people love to be praised and pumped. Most people do not take correction well. Most, most, most people do not take well to correction. I mean, the majority of you... Uh, no, uh, sorry, back to the book. When people are being corrected, most of them fail to think of what they have done wrong. Most people, when they are being corrected, they are not thinking that they are wrong. They are thinking of, why are you correcting me? And you know, next chapter, when you have to correct someone, you must be careful that the person does not get offended. Indeed, you must avoid correcting people who are not mature enough to receive correction. You see, the person who wrote this book here is the founder of one of the largest churches in the world. So, he must know what he's saying. He has trained about 6,000 pastors. So, he must know human behavior. At least give the author some credit that he knows what he's saying. Indeed, you must avoid correcting people who are not mature naturalistic correction. It is amazing to see how people react to rebukes. No, I'm so happy I'm reading their book. Eh? That it's not, so, so that's why you see that I start explaining, no, then I quickly come back to their book because everything I want to see, I can also read it so that I'm deflecting criticism away from myself. Hey, correction is grievous and painful to men of error. But if they say two plus two and you write four, who will correct you? Is it not because you are wrong that you are being corrected? You don't understand English. Okay, say I will draw ni Now say a do. Say why a from so? Now say I draw a. Now say will say, "Mienu, na four is what." <laughs> nine. I knew, but my confidence had gone down. My confidence had gone down. Now say I say, Say, for the sake of the foreigners here, when they ask you two plus two and you write four. Nobody will correct you. But when you say two plus two and you write nine, is that the, isn't that the only time when you'll be corrected? Wow. So when you are corrected, why can't you see that I made a mistake? Haven't you seen there are different kinds of teachers? Some, when you write two plus two to nine, they'll beat you. Some, they'll insult you. Some will only tell you the right thing. Some will let you repeat that is equal to four so you get it but don't matter the method you are being corrected only matter. so forget about the method and concentrate on you knowing the right thing
0: forget about the method <laughs> proverbs
1: fifteen ten. I want it line four versions of the bible for me proverbs fifteen ten correction is grievous unto him that has forsaken the way and he that hath reproof shall die decide that you will never be one of those who cannot receive correction you see isn't it the kid that the one correcting you is wiser than you I say that's why the bible says when you become wise you won't be correcting people by heart you allow people to die After all, if nobody dies, the overpopulation will be too much. (laughs) Even COVID, some people suspected that it was meant to reduce world um, population. Especially in Italy, where they have a lot of people over the age of 80. You could see that many old people died. They were suspected that the Italian government wanted to reduce their social security bills, so many old people died in Italy. They were suspected it was for crowd control. He that hated the book shall die. Receiving correction is one of the important spiritual tablets. You must swallow if you ever amount to anything in life and in the ministry. Decide to think about your role in the issue at stake. Owner, this is where the problem is.
0: What the man is saying,
1: did you do it? Forget about whether he's shouting or he's angry or he's waving his left hand at you. like, Pastor, no, uh, uh, sorry for left. He should be using his right hand. Did you do what they are saying you did?
0: What he's saying? Is it true? That's all. (laughs) Yeah. What is your stake in their issue?
1: Do not, ah, it is even here. Do not think about whether somebody is raising his voice. Or waving his left hand at you. Do not think about whether somebody else received the same level of correction when they also did Samuel. Eh? when he when eh, this person did it, you didn't see anything. When I did it, eh, after, did you do it? Not that did somebody else do you did you do it? When I came late, he was insulting me. When Lorena came, he didn't insult her. The question did you come late? Whether I rebuke... No, not me. Whether... (laughs) You are the one being rebuked. Why are you thinking about somebody else? Proverbs 7, 27, 28. Maybe let's just jump to 28 because time is going. But thou shalt say unto them. In fact, let's read verse uh, 27. Bible says you shouldn't take anything out of the word of God. Jeremiah seven twenty-seven and 28. Therefore, thou shalt speak all these words unto them, but they shall not listen to you. But the people who don't listen to you are offended with you. People who don't answer your call. People who don't reply your text. People who don't text you. They're all, they're all, off, they're all offended with you. <sighs> Thou shall also call unto them. But they won't answer you. When you say that method, they will not reply. But this is what you will say to them. You see, God, eh, he's very strong, though. Like other people are, are, are not responding to his rebuking them more. Do you remember that scripture we read that? Because you will not listen to the voice of the first correction. I'll add three yet more punishment. That, that is God. He said. But you say to them. This, listen to this. The person who is not receiving rebukes. This is God's description and explanation. He said. You say to them. This is a nation that obeys not the voice of the Lord thy God not receive people who don't receive correction and they don't also obey the voice of god not just your voice god's voice they don't obey it then look at what he says next because they don't obey the voice of god (laughs) and because they also don't receive correction so truth has died in their lives and truth is cut off from their mouth truth has died means that nobody tells them the truth again you say, oh, China is working. Oh! Eh, it's working. Oh China, you are very powerful, oh. We can't correct you again. Truth, tr- truth is perished. Truth is perished. Truth is finished. Perish means to finish, to die, to spoil. Truth is finished. You you only hear lies. There are people I lie to. Because they cannot receive my truth. I lied to them. Oh, yes. I promised before God I lied to them. Because when I told them the truth, they rejected it. So I lied to them now. Ah, please, this one is not in the book. So uh, edit this one out. I only want to see what is in the book. I want. Hey. I want. the prophet eh, you should know when to sing eh, when not to sing eh? (laughs) the prophet went to the king one of the um, the one who used to cry a lot uh, lamentations man was Jeremiah (laughs) the king uh, was going to battle and then the people said let's call Jeremiah and ask him for advice his counselor the king said, No, 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 I don't like that man. He never tells me the truth. No, he never said good things concerning me. Then the people said that his countenance, don't say that. The word of the mouth, the word of the Lord in his mouth is sure. Let's call him. But Jeremiah knew the king. So when they called Jeremiah, they gave imprisoned Jeremiah for telling the truth. So they went to call Jeremiah from prison. When Jeremiah came, he came to Sonny Father. Oh King, live forever. May you life fans. So, oh King, live forever. So then they ask, when I go to a battle, will I win or not? Oh, and you won the battle crown already. <laughs> you win the battle. Are you King? You are in, uh, invincible, unconquerable. You will win the battle. the the king now he saw that they are are, are telling him nonsense have I not told you to tell me the truth at all times then Jeremiah said I saw Israel defeated and you were dead that's that's the truth but because you you don't like the truth so you'll be told lies now when they told him the lie he said tell me the truth when they told him the truth he put him in prison for telling him the truth (laughs) <laughs> then the false prophet said "Now what he says is not true then Jeremiah said when all of you are killed that's when you know that the word of the Lord in my mouth is true then they went to put him in prison again why have you put yourself in a place where the man of God if he's wise has to lie to you You don't hear from God, so He has given you somebody who is easier for you to hear, yet you have to reject the person. So you only hear lies. And now when they tell you the lie, you say speak the truth. When they tell you the truth, God, now now you are confused. Correction is against human nature because according to Proverbs 26, it is in the nature of man to proclaim his own goodness. The Bible says, every man shall proclaim his own goodness, but a faithful man who shall find. That's why this loyalty is our second nature. Disloyalty, like we prefer lying and deception and don't tell us the truth. Only tell us what we want to hear. And only just tell us pleasantness and only tell us nice things. But the the way of instruction is the path of life. There are many varying responses to rebukes. Some are good responses and some are very bad responses. Let's jump. Number one. Why people react badly to corrections and rebukes? Please, before we continue, don't think I'm thinking about you all. Oh. I'm also thinking about me. I'm also a human being. I'm also just like you. The only difference between me and you is God has made me his mouthpiece. The Bible says, for all have sinned, including me. So this, so this message, it also applies to me oh don't think I'm preaching to you, I'm preaching to us. The Bible is for all of us. I am not exempt from the word of God. I must also ask myself that, can my pastor tell me the truth? Can he? How how will he tell me the truth or not? It depends on me, not on him. Have I uh, related with him in a way that he can freely tell me the truth? How has my response been in the past when he told me the truth? That will determine if I'll hear the truth in future or a lie. Number one. Quick points. I think seven quick points in every close. Are you, are you happy to give the church? Well, I'm not feeling... Like, you see, when she was singing, you were really clapping for hell. But when I'm preaching, don't clap for me. I don't know if... Okay, preach. Preach. Get them. Preach so I think they prefer it. Okay, preach. Yes. Uh, we're ready to... A, Rita preach because when you were preaching the other day, they were clapping for you. I heard it. They were clapping. They said, preach. I could hear preach. Preach. Oh, I'm saying that when Rita was preaching, I heard your voice. I heard Lorena's voice. You were shouting, preach. It's a good word for me. So maybe you prefer her, her preaching. you correcting me? Okay. <laughs> Number one. People hate correction. People hate rebukes and corrections because rebukes shame and reduce them in the sight of men. You see like we all want to have a posture and a picture and a semblance of perfection and wisdom and we know what to do and we are right so when you are corrected you are only corrected because you are wrong or the only thing that is corrected is something that is wrong so a correction is like a statement that you are wrong and we don't want to ever be wrong therefore we reject it because it makes us look like we are less than we seem to be I don't know if you get me it's like you think you spotted spotted, and like your hair you know, where you did your hair your mother said it's perfect. Your father said it's perfect. Your brother said, ah, then your husband who wanted to have sex, then he has to say it's perfect. So everybody said it's working, it's working. Then when you came to. Uh, <coughs> what have I said? F- what have I said that is making you laugh? Let me continue my preaching. So everybody said, the hair is. Then like, you came and somebody said, Did you look at yourself? Did you look at yourself? I, are you the one who chose the hairstyle or the. Uh, did you or 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 like, don't you see the head Is it a tailor who did your hair for you, or is a hairdresser who did your hair for you? Like, did you go to a tailor to get your hair? But this hair is not so nice, and suddenly you cannot take it. One day, there was a husband and his wife at home, and then. The, the, the husband was saying it himself then his wife went to do a hairstyle so when she came home she asked the husband how do you see my hair and then the husband an immature husband very immature eh he said oh I think it's not working it's not working you see you all say you, see, you don't like the truth <laughs> anyway that, that between the husband and the wife I please I apologize Anyway, the husband said, it is, it is not working. Oh, I don't think it's, well, I mean, the husband. I have forgot what he said, he said. But like, he, he didn't like the hairstyle. Then the wife told him. All oh, the girls in my office said, it's nice. You can imagine that from that day until Jesus comes, every hairstyle will be nice. Because, let me ask you, whether the hair is nice or so, how does it affect your marriage? So if you don't like the truth, then it is a lie you hear. If you don't like the truth, why should you be told the truth again? That, no, he said, he who rebukes a scorner invites shame to himself. But who wants to be ashamed? Hair, so you want to know. Even before you ask, the husband will even become like God. Before you ask, you say the hairstyle is nice. Finish. And then go along his merry way. Number two. You know, before we continue, I want everybody to choose a hurt that you suffered before. I'll give you about 30 seconds. So be singing. While she's singing, everybody think about something that has hurt, like somebody who rebuked you and corrected you and it hurt you. Choose a serious one. I'll be back. Get on your feet. will be mainly day. Waiting for you to choose? There will be pain and tears. Jump to when a friend becomes an enemy. Path. What
3: do I do when Because the only person
1: who tell you the truth is your friend or
3: somebody who loves you. Now just stay in one day. What do I do when they accuse me fiercely? Like Jesus, do I receive kisses from lions and pretenders? What do I do when it's just so sad? Just so sad. Ooh, I want to
2: I wanna, I wanna be
3: like Jesus. And I wanna
2: do, do you love
1: yourself. me? Oh, Jesus. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna move. You don't be that I said, it's okay. It's okay. Hey. Number two. Please, have you chosen a head? Maybe, look, Somebody who you met once cannot hurt you. I'll show you the people you have to choose. If you are married, then your husband or your wife. Seriously, I'm sure yours is not so difficult. Eh? Your husband, because you either your husband or your pastor it can be any of them. <laughs> if you are married, either your husband or your pastor. Especially if you are a newlywed, there is likely to be either your pastor. I read a book by Reg by Reg. Join and he said that the people who are likely to offend you is either your spouse or your pastor. Yes, either your spouse or your pastor. He said the third one may be your boss. Yes, your spouse or your pastor or your boss. If what you've chosen, one of these three are not, please, I'm giving you an opportunity to change it. <laughs> hey, or your father or your mother. I think that one too is, and is, <laughs> there's a likely one somebody told me recently when it was time to go to the university my father could have helped me but he refused to help me because he said the course i was going to do he didn't want me to do that course so he refused to help me to get into the university then he said every year we see how he helps the children of his friends cousins me, his daughter, he didn't help say I had to go and see one of our family friends to help me to enter. Yeah. That's a good one to use.
0: I'm sure
1: by now you have chosen, you have, some of you who, who needed to, to revise your choices. You have done remedials and then you have chosen the right one. So first one, it, got, it, got, it makes you feel less powerful, less successful than you are. Number two, people only want to be praised, so they naturally do not want to be rebuked. I think those in danger are those who have not been rebuked before. So when they are rebuked once, it's like a shock. I i have been rebuked many times like, and then they continue <laughs> that's why in our church when bishop is reading qualifications for consecration to become a bishop, first one is somebody who has been hurt many times just like Jesus was hurt many times if you have not been hurt over and over and over and survived and overcome and you, you are disqualified from a high place in me qualified because your church members will, will even offend you by the time you see now you have left the church <laughs> because we are so shocked that I only loved them look at how they are treating me I only love them I won't come to church again <laughs> now you the leader you have left the church without having been heard many times Bible says, consider him who endures such contradiction. I did good and I got evil. Yet I saw, the Bible says that and Jesus loved his disciples and having loved them to the end. Jesus didn't change his love for them. When he even knew they would betray him. He didn't change. Why have you changed? Your spiritual quality is of a lesser fabric. I, I want
3: I want to, I want to be like Jesus, I want to be close to
1: Jesus, you want to be close to Jesus when he stopped, God went to sell him, you want to be like Jesus, that's how Jesus was, Three. Allow rebukes and corrections to peg you. Uh-huh. Proverbs twenty thirty. Give me five versions. Modern day version. The King James is difficult to understand. It says the blueness of a wound cleanses away evil. So do stripes the inward parts of the belly. You don't understand it well. The other versions explain it better. I say that blows and stripes. One of them said that lashes and wounds the purge away evil so when we lash you and we wound you the purpose is to cleanse is to purge away evil and beatings beatings, cleanse the innermost part where the evil dwells and where it comes from, out of your heart are the issues of life the bible says that there foolishness is pounded in the living bible foolishness is pounded together like fufu, yam and plantain mixed together, pounded together in the heart of a town, but beating will separate it again yes that fufu and yam you pounded into one uh, yam and plantain you pounded into one fufu you can't separate it because you are not beating oh yes I read a story Regina told about a friend of his He said the guy couldn't do maths. Every day he had failed. Every day he had failed. Then one day the school said they should uh, take him to go and see a therapist. But they were from a born-again Christian family. So when the school called his father, that take your child to go and see a therapist, it may be a psychological imbalance, chemical imbalance. And the body needs to go into a homeostasis. So, taking him for counseling. The father stood in front of the principal and said, Thank you very much. Thank you. Very. Then, when they went home, he beat the boy mercilessly. The joiner said, Today, the guy is a physicist for NASA. NASA. <laughs> he works at NASA. <laughs> yes. He said, The guy is his friend, therapist, <laughs> homeostasis. Equilibrium, chemical imbalance. All those problems were solved with some serious beating to peg foolishness from the inward part of the idiots. Next version. Give us another version. Oh. hi. No, no. Look. Proverbs twenty thirty. 30. Wait, 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 wait. Foolishness is tangled up. In the heart of a youth. By the rod of discipline. So those of you who allow your children to misbehave. Every time you see a child crying without tears. Beating for misbehavior. <laughs> Have you seen that children can cry without tears? That's it's called manipulation. <laughs> crying without tears is manipulation. Teach them that it is disadvantageous to behave like in my house. In my house. When you do something wrong, I may beat you for what you did. When I finish beating you, and you go and put the cane down, the final or the summary or the conclusion or the end of the correction is, you must come and thank me for beating. And not just come and say, thank you, daddy. No, no, no. There's a poem. You have, you, you have to say, daddy, I want to thank you for beating me. It's because you love me. And you don't want me to be a bad boy in the future. And you don't want me to get into problems. So I want to thank you for beating me. If you don't give this speech, then I have to do negative reinforcement to take you toward the path of life. So that's why you see my children very well behaved. They don't behave. No, they, they, they do they not the threats. Hanging over their heads. Because of such a beautiful scripture. the rod of discipline had driven fully dead far away from them. Back to Proverbs 20.30. Time is going. Hey, what the camera cameraman do want me to finish? Uh-huh.
0: Proverbs 20.30. 20, 20.30. 20, no, a different version. Quickly, please. Evil
1: will not be purged from you until you see and understand why you are being corrected and rebuked. You see, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The Bible says, be angry, but sin not. It means God understands that there will be issues that will make you angry. That says, but don't sin. It even says, let not the sun go down with your anger. So it even means that God even gives you a period to, for expression of anger. God is okay with it. Offense is also like that. Jesus Christ said, it must need, need be that offense. So you cannot avoid being offended. That's what he said. That You will be offended. Anybody who says I have not been offended, two things. You are either not close or you are new. These are the two things that will make you not offended. Princess, your father has never offended me before because I am not close to him. That's all. If I were close to him, he will offend me. Your mother, father, has not offended me before because I am not close to her.
0: You can imagine is there any of her children she has not offended before? <laughs> so, uh, So, when you are offended, this is what you should do
1: sit back in your offense in your offense and then think through what the person said is what the person said true or not true God, I'm telling you that the reason why you are offended is because it makes you feel like you are not good enough or like you're taking a wrong decision or like why, did he, why is he telling me like is he saying I'm wrong is he saying I don't know what is right but if what you were saying was right would, the person tried to correct it so you may be angry because of these emotional upheavals, But you go back. You no, you go back and sit down and replay the person's words. And see whether there's any justification or not. And often, what God has shown me is, when we are being rebuked, we don't hear what is being said. We hear what we interpret. I'll give you an example. One day I was in a meeting. When I was in, I just come back from India. Hey, eight months a year, I'm in India, working, fighting with the government of India, building the starting Then when I came to Ghana, on one of the breaks, I was talking to Bishop, and something happened. Then he just said, ah, my thoughts. Even for me to think that I can use you for this work, it's a sign that you are idle in Ghana. Do you know what I heard? <laughs> These were Bishop's words. So you are idle in Ghana. If you were busy, I wouldn't even think I can give you such a job. Do you know what I heard? I heard, he said I'm lazy. But you can imagine that in your emotional turmoil, you hear what, you, or you hear something that was not said. I heard, He said I'm lazy. After all that I've done in India, after the sacrifice, after leaving my family, after... hey, did he didn't say you are lazy. He said you are idle in Ghana. Is it true or not true? That is what you should
0: ask of all oh idiots.
1: That one too is not in the book, please.
0: Who hit,
1: but later on, as I sat down, he said, mm. "But he didn't say you are lady. He said you are idol. Like when you are in Ghana, there is nothing. Is it true or not true?
0: Is it true? Ask. Is it true or not true? What the man is saying. Is it true or not true? That is why you should have boundaries. That is why you
1: should have boundaries. That is why you should have boundaries. Lest
0: you you push your teacher into a corner.
1: Because even though I was very hurt in the meeting and after the meeting, because I have boundaries, I cannot be hurt with my pastor. I cannot feel my pastor has wronged me. I sent him a message. I want to thank you for the meeting today and for the the, even though I was hurt and like this is the right way to behave as a child you don't correct your father or you're angry with your father so I sent him a message I want to thank you for the meeting and for correcting me and for pointing out my mistakes to me because I have boundaries lines I cannot cross even in my mind I cannot think about bishop in this way.
0: He said, Yes. This, that, that, that. I say, ah, but what the man said is true. I'm
1: idle in Ghana. They say, what do I do when I'm in Ghana? It not there to preach in church on Sunday. Because my real work is in India. So if the man
0: says you are angry in Ghana, has he said something that is not true? But in your pride, then you say, I didn't like the way you spoke to me today, and because it's all very, I'm
1: very sorry. Then that, then truth now perishes. Truth. Because there's no father who wants his children to rebuke him. So, as you know, he was not very happy, the way you spoke to me today and god can only correct somebody who is your equal or below you say oh okay i'm very sorry for the way i spoke to you i should not have spoken to you that way the person thought you were his child so he would correct you but now oh i think he's my child but he doesn't think i'm his father so let me just apologize and back away gently and quietly
0: then it is over
1: Either that why you are quiet, you are heads.
0: Say <laughs> you wanna be
1: like Jesus. You didn't sing at the right time. Sit down. Number four. You must reverence and respect correction. One day I sent Bishop a message that Bishop, I think it would be good for you to live long because if you were not here, I don't know how I'll behave. Apart from Bishop who corrects me in life, there's, there's nobody. Almost every other human being on earth, only look at the way my face is. It cannot be easy for you to correct me. There were, no, <laughs> I think, you see, Bishop himself, that I'm afraid. I prefer, there were two people I fear on earth my biological father and Bishop. And now my biological father is dead. But I know that I need somebody I'm afraid of. The way I'm in danger of what? I'm in danger of myself. You are your greatest enemy. You are your greatest enemy. You need somebody who can fight you and win.
0: You need somebody who can fight you and win. Hebrews 12.9 Furthermore, we had fathers
1: of our flesh which corrected us. And we give them reverence. Like I was telling you, when I correct my children, I expect them to give me reverence. Oh, you're not why? Okay. Musical interlude. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna, I wanna be
3: like Jesus. I wanna be when
1: Jesus corrected even correct Peter. He corrected all his disciples. He said, tonight all of you shall be offended with me and shall forsake me. And everybody became mobile. Peter should also just have been mobile and kept quiet like the rest. But when Peter, when Jesus corrected everybody, then Peter countersued. Jesus said, No. These guys, all of them shall be offended with you, but not me. As he, as he, what was the word? As he answered back, spoke back, rebuked Jesus. Then Jesus now personalized it to him. But Jesus never intended to personalize it to Peter. He just said, "Oh, all of that because of the way the situation is going to be tonight." They didn't say you don't like, you know, because of what will happen tonight, all of you will be afraid and they leave me, that's that's so. it's not personal, it's not personal to you, Something it's strange how you can rebuke a group and then only one person will be hurt in the group, it's not personal to you how come that everybody else took it well apart from you, I remember four wives, I gave them the same instruction, three obeyed me one saw me as an idiot she is divorced Continue. Number five. Uh, Rebukes and corrections are the stamp of ownership and the stamp of the love of a father. You ask yourself, I see you doing something wrong. I see something that will hurt you. I see something that will destroy you. I advise you. Why would I advise you? Because I don't want something bad to happen to you that's all. Why else would that? I, I mean please. Hebrews 12, 7. Hmm. If you endure, you know, maybe just buy the book and read it so that we stop all these things. Because it looks like a personal vendetta. I said, I just don't get it. You should just buy the book and let God speak to you so that I can go to maybe uh Tithing on uh, what are the nice books? Uh? Name it, claim it. Uh-huh. <laughs> or oh, the determinants. I was planning to preach determinants. That was what I was going to preach next after the pastor's uh, appointments. Then when I read this book, I said, No, my people need it. Yeah. My people need it. i could going to preach a nice message. The, the determinants. Ecclesiastes 9 11. The race is not for the uh, swift. I return then, saw under the sun, that the race is not for the swift. Neither the battle to the strong. Neither bread for the wise. Neither favor to men. Or... So then I'll teach you about strength and sources of strength. Favor and sources of favor. Wisdom, sources of wisdom. How to get bread. Nice message. Oh, you would have been clapping and standing there. Oh, I love this man of God. You even say, I love this man of Galilee. <laughs> oh yeah I, mean, oh, I preached it at the kardash. that was my first uh, series at the kardash. oh they fell in love with me oh yes nice message oh me, now, as I was preaching I felt like a man of God oh yes that was the message I was going to when I read this I said let ah, me help like we need this message. The stubbornness is too much. The pride stings to the high heavens. The arrogance is too bad. With nothing to show for it. With nothing to show for it. Nothing to show for it. If ye endure chastening, that punishment and beating. God with sons you know sometimes my children's friends come to spend a weekend in the house or they come for uh, something they call it uh, the one they come and sleep the uh, sleepover i've never beaten the children of any of my friends if you want to call my sons their sons also i've never beaten them before i don't know why i would even do such a thing they are not my sons the ones who are my sons I can separate, they can all do something I'll separate my sons and beat them and then send them back because I'm their owner so when you refuse correction you say to the person that I am not your child I may be your member or maybe I was your child because at first you could correct me but now I am not like One person told me we used to be girls, but now we are women. You know that things are (laughs) head. Another person said, Now we have grown up. I'm sorry. You see, and now my policy, I beg you, be where you are. Let me also be where I am. I don't want problems. You could decide. Ah. God deals with you as sons. For what son is he whom the father cannot correct? But if you are without chastisement, whereof all are chastised, then you are bastards and not sons. I'm reading the Bible. Then you are, Ill- you are illegitimate children and not sons. You could decide to, v- look. please look at this, you could decide to view correction and rebuke as a special line of relationship which you have with God. Correction opens up a new dimension of your relationship with the authority figure in your life. That's why one day a bishop can ask me thus, don't you think you have demons? Not your behavior is not good or not um, why are you behaving like this or what is influencing you or what happened or um why are you not changing? He could have chosen a 9 question. But the question was, don't you think you have demons? Mm-hmm. I see like Abonsa or Beye uh, or I don't know. And what is uh, the response? Yes, daddy, please cast out the demons for me. But one day I had a problem, and another person also had the same but the other person's problem was even worse than mine. And Bishop held me and didn't help the other person, and then and then I saw or I could see that this other person is not like a son to him, so he left it at the point, and depending on what the problem you are even afraid to help someone. We're all in Ghana. Yes, I mean, this is a, a public example. We're all in Ghana. And Bishop issued a press statement. I'm calling upon the government of Ghana to increase the tolls in Ghana because the tolls are too cheap and in developed countries, they use tolls to develop the country. Then he said, an example he gave, they can, ha, how can you get a Toyota Land Cruiser, a $100,000 car, paying one Ghana city loan? Well, in Ghana, to so increase it so they can be managed to develop the country. What did the government do? They cancel tolls. Then the economy takes a sudden, immediate nosedive it can never recover from. That's what happens when you reject correction. are well, in Ghana, did our economic woes not start from January when they stopped uh, tolls? It's easy to see the tragedies of the government. What about your personal life also? When the pastor spoke, what was your decision? Was it the completely opposite to what you were advised? Didn't you spit in your pastor's face by your response? You could... Okay, number six. Not receiving correction makes you one of the worst kinds of Christians ever. War to her that is filthy and polluted to the oppressing city. She obeyed not the voice she received God correction she trusted God in the Lord people do who don't receive correction they also don't trust uh, your inability to receive correction is a direct reflection of your state of spirituality oh yes you don't receive the man of God you also don't receive God and I question your Christianity if I go into your Christianity I'll see filthiness and pollution don't dare me Look, I'm somebody I can sit in my room and God will take recently I was praying. Then is that God opened somebody's mind and took a person's thoughts and could put it in front of me like this? You don't know me. Seven. Not receiving correction properly reveals a lack of endurance. Eight if you're interested, you can buy the book and correction and reviews can lead to dishonor. Let's stand to our feet. Just pray for yourself. for yourself if you are interested in
2: yourself.
1: I cannot hear you pray all the way it is. It has to be a gentle prayer. (laughs) Pray for yourself. You are the one who is losing. Pray for yourself. Repent, repent this morning, repent of your that and your pollution, repent of it. Keep
3: silence just like Jesus. Do I receive kisses from liars and pretend that? What do we
1: do when it's just so sad? It's okay, it's okay. If you are here, someone invited you to church. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus this morning. I want to be born again. I don't want to die and go to, you know, don't reject the words, I'm saying. Bible says today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow may be too late. Or you are here, you want to rededicate your life to God. I want us to pray one prayer and close. If you are here like that, I want to pray with you. Please lift up your right hand. Stand wherever you are and lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. And then we will close. I see your hand, my sister. Is there anybody else? You want to rededicate your life to God? Lift up your hand, you know. There's no need to perish unnecessarily. Lift up your hand and let us pray together. That's why we are here. If you've lifted up your hand, kindly do one more thing. Please come to me in front here have them also come down please join me in front let us pray together i want also coming to pray this prayer from my deepest of my heart because i also need it thank you my sister Kapola Basimakata. jesus it's okay is there, is there is there anybody else who want to join us before we close Let's pray this prayer together. I want the rest of the congregation to join us. My sister, let's pray. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me for all my sins and cleanse me with your blood. This morning, I receive Jesus as my Lord and my personal Savior. Say, I am born again. Say, Heavenly Father, please write my name in your book of life so that when I die, I will come to heaven. Say, Holy Spirit, please come and live in me and help me, strengthen me to live the life of a Christian all the days of my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. God bless you. Go with our darling lady pastor. She talks to you for two minutes, and then you oh, clap for her. Oh, you don't like the message I preach, so you are not. Okay. Take your seats as we come to the end of the service. When you pass your offense through the um, sieve or the message, what was your response and your outcome? Because it was like a case study, isn't it? Prince Did you survive? <laughs> yes. We are, we are in danger. See, that's why I'm teaching it because we are all susceptible to fall. We all think we are right. And we all think the person is wrong. And why did he speak to me like that? No. Why did he speak? See, is it everybody who can be spoken to like that? Why don't you see that you've been brought close? That's even why you are being rebuked. You see, the Bible says, he that is often reproved, I think Proverbs 26.1, he that is often reproved and hardened his neck shall suddenly be broken and that without remedy. You don't know, be careful, because you don't know the day of your brokenness. Everybody, please stand to your feet. Maybe God has been speaking to you, pay tithe, pay tithe, pay tithe, pay tithe. You mind God, okay?
0: <laughs> honor God, honor God, honor God, honor God. Love God, love God, love God, love God. Some of you, there's something that happened
1: to you. And God has been telling you, let this issue go. Forgive. Leave it. Don't dwell on it. Kenneth Hagin said one day he was offended with something. Then he began to pray about it. That God, why did you let this happen? He said, then Jesus appeared to him and said, this thing, you don't understand it. Then he said, Jesus told him, don't touch it with your thoughts, life. Some things, yeah, don't even think about it.
0: It will, it will worry you too much. One day, somebody offended me greatly.
1: As soon as it happened, I saw that it was a deep blow. Do you know what God told me? God told me, pretend this never happened. As soon as it happened, I heard His voice: pretend this never happened. Because you see, some of the heads say, uh, You cannot even justify, you cannot explain, you cannot say it didn't happen. If you try to even forgive the person, the more you think to forgive the person, it won't even work. God just told me, pretend this never happened. That's all. So that you can even be normal. Some of you are even offended with God. You're even offended with God himself. It's like, God, if you say you love me, why did you say God, if you say you love me? Leave it. Everything you understand. The Bible says, for we see through a glass darkly. We know in parts. You only are fixated on the parts you know. There's a whole part you don't know. Lift up your tithe. Let's honor God. Father, I pray for my. Ah. Why? Right, boys don't pay tithe on the uh, third Sunday of the month or whether it's a girl's day out or girl's Sunday or something. How can it be? The brothers, some of your uh, people, they are not paying tithe. October 1st. What October 1st? Eh? Oh, you are correcting me, eh? Yeah,
0: okay. <laughs> oh,
1: God, thank you for deliverance this morning. As we present our tithes to you, let the windows of heaven be opened over the lives of each person honouring you with their time. Pour out the blessing so abundantly that we will not have room enough to contain it. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. All right, please. Can also pay those on Facebook. I hope you enjoy the service. Amanda, Sylvia, um, Chanel, Elton. Who else? And everybody else everybody else um Ange, melanie ruby and all other facebook congregation members please facebook people i beg you the mobile money is um i think it appears on the screen eh? Someone, it appears on their screen uh-huh so so, so when the puppet doesn't obstruct the view for the facebookers okay Father, as we take out our seeds of deliverance, because the message this morning is a message of deliverance. Pray in the name of Jesus that your glory will rest upon our finances. Deliver us from stubbornness as we give these offerings. Deliver us from stubbornness as we give these offerings in Jesus' name. Amen. But how many of you were blessed with the message this morning? Peter, you are sure. <laughs> okay. When I was preaching and I came and tapped your shoulder, you didn't like it at all. It's like the people would think it is you. I was uh that example was you. Hey. But people have left the church because of that. Oh. It's like they will the way we give that, it will tap it that everybody would think it's me. He doesn't respect me. Hey. Is like if I wasn't sure of you and if so, do you think if a first timer was there, I'll go and hit the person like that? No. I said, always see that rebuke is a sign of love. Although that's what I'm asking you. That do you think if it was a first timer, I'll go and be hitting the person? Don't think about it. Is it not God I love him and I'm okay with him? And I think he's okay with me. That's all. Ah, Satan will bind you in Jesus' name. Have you taken out your good offerings? That's why marriage eh, is where offense is the most ubiquitous. flows like a river. Sally? Hey, but you've been married for two months long, you're saying. Then the are ten year old and the eight year old people there watching this. <laughs> Father, we thank you in Jesus' name for the opportunity to give. Amen. I want to bless God for such a message. With a seed of deliverance of 200 Ghana cities. Please bring it boldly to overcome the economic tsunamis. Whatsoever a man sows, that shall he Look, In Ghana today, if you don't have the Holy Spirit or juju, I don't know how you will make it. These are the two options in Ghana now. The Holy Spirit or juju. You have to have one of the two, yes. Because now the president said that he didn't take anybody's thumb and go and put it on the ballot paper. So we, so we voted. I didn't hear. he said he didn't take. He said he didn't force anybody, and he's right. They didn't rig. We chose chosen so we should rejoice forevermore. And I say rejoice. <laughs> it's beautiful where am I hundred Ghana cities as an economy overcoming seed because where we are now we need supernatural grace right uh, Rene you see God tripling quadrupling your finances there hundred city people I want to bless you the hundred city people I want to bless you come Father I pray for everybody who has honored you with hundred cities today I don't know why but let your blessing be upon them in a special way. Let them overcome this economic crisis in Ghana. I bless them with the flag of Noah. That as the flag is destroying the country, let it only lift them higher. Because your word says that the same flag that destroyed the earth caused the ark of Noah to go higher and higher. That same flag, I pray that in this season in Ghana. Let these ones only go higher financially by your supernatural power and provision. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. do ask me that. So, those who gave more, the 200, why didn't you bless them? I beg you. When you get to heaven, then you ask God. Then you ask God. If you gave 100 cities, would you have been asking this a question? I don't like people who are correcting me, eh? sounds don't correct fathers you were wrong can you imagine Jonah telling me I'm wrong it would be a, a one year a 50 cities to say Lord I love you Lord I love you 50 Ghana CDs. quickly as we are getting ready to close Regina and Raphael are getting married this Saturday Fifty cities to say, Lord, I love you. Twenty cities and ten cities and five cities. Come and show your love for God. Twenty cities and ten cities. Where's Lorena? Where's Lorena? I need you. Where's Lorena? Oh, she didn't come. Uh Do you remember when you were angry with me those days? I, want no, I thought I could ask you to explain to us why you were very angry with me those days. I I was correcting you. You don't have to give us the details of what you had done I was correcting, but just why you were feeling that way. Give her a microphone. Tell the I want to okay. But do you remember that season? For like two years, I couldn't talk to you. Explain to us why. Maybe to give us some revelations. No, don't tell us what you did or what you didn't do. Just how you were feeling. Um, why are you rubbing your face? There's nothing on your face. Just I, tell us how you were feeling.
3: I, I didn't understand why. Um, like, I mean, when I joined Labone, nobody invited me. I came on my own. Um,
1: so. But the mic is off. It's on. Uh-huh. Ah, so, you're correcting me, eh? Nice. <laughs> you see, as I said, you have brought the mic low you are correcting me that okay you okay you will, you will continue
3: so um i i i took a certain decision and i also didn't like it so i was wondering like i mean i came on my own why is what i want to do this? so i i decided to stay away i realized because i was a bit close if i stay away he won't tell me what to do
1: so to... yeah if you stay away then he won't <laughs> tell you what I think that, that's the revelation if I stay away then he won't tell me what to do yes. what, what about the day I caught you and I was talking to you and you turned your face and you were not looking at me hey. <laughs> clap for Lorena thanksgiving offerings take out your boosters while we give the offerings five cities to say look father this message here yeah. I need to give you a booster for delivering me from and that from today, I'll have a good attitude towards correction. Unfortunately for some of you, it's too late. Your response has made truth perish. But you uh, have you taken out your Thanksgiving offerings? I said Thanksgiving, what do you call that then? Boosters. Lift it up and let me bless it, Father. We thank you for a new season in Jesus' name, Amen. Thanksgiving. Our sister, Princess, says, I want to thank the good Lord for a great 365 days. I am grateful for the gift of life. Ah, And for being a year old, are you a medical doctor? (laughs) God, this handwriting is doctors who write like that. Princess is thanking God for adding one more year to her years. Put your hands together for the Lord. (laughs) Wedding bells, wedding bells, wedding bells, wedding bells. Our brother Raphael. Oh, come on. You don't know it's you. Our brother Raphael. And our sister Regina, clap for them, clap for them. Our brother Raphael and our sister Regina are getting married this Saturday. And together with their families, they request our presence at their wedding ceremony. 29th October, that is this coming Saturday at 11 a.m right here at the Macarius Church. And they say from Proverbs 18:22 that the man who finds a wife, that's Raphael, has found a treasure and shall obtain favor from the Lord. So if anyone has any just cause, why they should not be married, please say so now or forever hold your peace. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. And today we are launching a new book, Seeing and Hearing. Wow. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord. Chapter number one. the Apostle, my darling, please come and help me. Seeing and hearing is your entrance into wisdom. When you see from God and you hear from God, it makes you wise. It is your gift from God. I tell you, see, well, you don't know me. I said, I can sit down. One, I said, but not to so God opened, like, I could see the person. Then God opened the person's head and removed the person's thought. I get to put it in front of me, like, to read what the person is thinking, thinking about me. And I, and I later on found out that it was 100% true, word for word. Seeing and hearing is a gift from God, it prevents you from becoming good for nothing. Guarantees you a channel for receiving. Gives life to your ministry. Recently, I was driving. Then I began to think about somebody. Then I started shouting in the car. I just crossed my alarm. Judge, I just shouted, "She's a liar! She's a liar! She's a liar! 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 Liar!" In my car. Twenty-four hours later, I found out that she had been lying to me. Is it? It prevents you from making mistakes in ministry. Seeing and hearing guarantees divine direction. It improves your prayer life. You know what you pray about. It guarantees flexibility. You change, you change, you change, you change. Like this, is, I sense in the work I do that I should relate more with prophets. So Now I do outreach to prophets. It guarantees a rise to the next level. I think all these things are good things. guarantees humility. You see, like I was sharing with you, I was planning to um, what do you call it? Preach on determinants. And as I was reading, I felt in my spirit that no, this is what I should do. When you are going to preach, for the preaching to be nice, it has to come from your heart. not from, Do I sound like I'm preaching from my head, like my lips? Ah! Seeing and hearing engineers a great change. Don't, don't you want a change in your life? But that's how come I got married. I heard the voice of God. Marry this girl. That's how I that's how I knew who to marry. And the way I am, don't you think I need to know that God is the one who has chosen this? lest I change my mind along the way. The way the opposite seed people are. You see, it's difficult to get their good seed, you two, you, you also to get a good seed from you? You think it's odious. You see, when we when you marry us, you are slain. Then when you give birth, and then uh, who, who is uh, the baby for? And uh, 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 what did he say? He said, the baby is for who and uh, where. You two, haven't you seen girls who get pregnant and uh, don't, don't put on with? You've, you've not seen some before. Why don't you join the girls who get pregnant and don't put on? With? Thought the girls are giving birth to f- four children and their stomachs are flat. I don't even read again if you want to. <laughs> I give you a microphone. Now you are saying big, big words uh, from the prophet. 15. Seeing and hearing never ends. Like during the Give Thyself, Dr. Paul and Nature came will tell us that. You have a mandate for continuous hearing. Somebody could hear in the past, but now you can't hear again. Never ends. Must be with faith. Seeing and hearing guarantees no loss of the anointing. Oh, beautiful chapters. Plenty more. I can't read all. We have to close. If you want to come for this book for 100 cities, we are launching. Lo- okay. So by this, I'm launching Bishop's new book, Seeing and Hearing. To the glory of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Everyone, want one copy for 100 cities as a blessing to your life? You can come for a copy. God, God bless you. God bless you. Seeing and hearing helps you to enter and remain in the prophetic ministry. Ah! One day I was in a church. And I came to Ghana for homecoming. And when I came to Ghana, one day I had a dream. In the dream, I saw the girl who used to sing for me. She entered into a man's car. Then I also entered in the back seat. Then they drove to the beach and I was in the back of the car. As they were talking, I was hearing everything they were saying. I love you. Where the man put his hand, where he didn't put his hand, I was at the back seat. seeing everything. When they got to the beach, it began to rain. I was sitting in the car when they went to the beach. The then they came to sit in the car again. By that time, it was in the evening. I was still in the car and we were still at the front. Then they drove to a certain dark place. I was still in the back of the car as they drove to the dark place. And then what happened next? Your guess is as good as mine. And I was in the back seat as your guessing was as good as mine. <laughs> so I went back to the country after two weeks. Then I called them. When I went, out, oh, everything, oh, I'm so nice to see you back. Reverend or Pastor? Reverend or Pastor? Pastor. Pastor Albert, it's so good to see you back. And then, so when I went, how, how were you? Oh, I was okay. On this date, this Sunday evening, did you go to the beach? Yes, Pastor Albert. Were you with this guy? Was he wearing this shirt? Were you wearing this shirt? This uh, polo shirt. When you got to the beach, then it began to rain. The... And then from the beach, you went. And... <laughs> Saying anything that he not mean. No, true prophet, you see a true prophet not by what he said, but by what he doesn't say. God said, When I do a thing, I that I reveal it to my friend. God, God is chatting with you. He's not telling you to go and say it. Anyone else want to be blessed by this book? 100 says, I want to buy one for Auntie New Love. So please walk to me. Mothers don't get up. Eh? I've been training you people. Mothers are special. Anybody else? Nobody. Put your hands together. Are you? Be blessed and receive a gift from it in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand to our feet as we close. Ah, lift up your hands in surrender. As you ask God to forgive you and to heal you. This week is a week of forgiveness and healing. Forgiveness and healing. Forgiveness and healing. No more pushing teachers into a corner. No more letting truth perish in your life. Ask God to forgive you. Ask for a restoration of your relationship with your teacher. Ask God for forgiveness. And may there be divine turnarounds in everything that is happening in your life. Lift up your hand. Thank God for a good week. In Jesus' name.
3: Hallelujah. Father, we bless you and we thank you. Jesus' name. Amen. Alright. please. If you are worshipping with us for the first time, can I see by wave of your hand? Wow. There's a lady there. Please welcome her. Nice. Please, after the service, we want to speak with you very, very, very shortly before you go. So kindly take a seat here on my right and then we'll attend to you. Amen. What a powerful service. Amen. Shall we share the grace? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ The love of God, the communion, fellowship, contribution, participation, and the sweet influences of the Holy Spirit. And seed, time, and harvest be with us now and forevermore. Amen. See you next week.